This podcast is brought to you by Israel Experience. Oh my God, MITF has a new podcast. Today I'm going to take you on a guided meditation to the ocean in the woods. <laughs> Listen to your breath. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Secret Life of a Non-Israeli. Um, we have really great and important guests today, um, but before we... St- I'll let them introduce themselves in a second, but before we start, um, just a short disclaimer. Um, the podcast meant to share different stories and point of views. This is not a professional opinion. It's meant for fun and to give a relatable and realistic perspective of being a non-Israeli in Israel. Um, and today we're actually going to talk about being a non-Israeli in Israel, but from a point of view of these who are not Americans as well. And I'll explain in a second. Um, maybe do you guys want to say who you are? Hi, my name is Benashir Rousseau. I am from South Africa, Cape Town, and uh, I'm here on the MITF program for 10 months. Um, I'm really enjoying my stay and yeah, really happy to be here. Yay, we're happy to have you. Hi, my name is David. I am also on MITF teaching English in Matiam. And I'm from Montreal, Canada. Hey, my name is Harry. I'm also on MITF. Um, I'm from London, England originally. And yeah, I'm excited to be here as well. Awesome, we're happy to have you. Um, so just a short explanation. Uh, usually the English-speaking programs of MASA or any other organizations um, are 80%-ish Americans and then a really small percentage of people who are not Americans. Um, so we thought of today's episode to kind of shows the other perspective of being in Israel, which is a different culture, but then to also be surrounded by people from other cultures than yours. Um, so this is the idea of today's episode. Um, do you want to maybe start with a story, if any of you have, of a time that you felt the cultural difference? Ken, Menashe. So, um, <laughs> well, uh, you know, for me personally, I've uh, I've never been surrounded by so many Americans in my life. And uh, it's actually been a dream of mine to be in America so I um when I came to the program I thought that I would be surrounded by South Africans as well and it turned out, turned out to be I was the only one. Wait, I never told you that it's mainly Americans? No. I didn't I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on the Zoom call and I heard some Americans, I heard uh, someone from England and I'm like, "Oh wow. There's other people from all over the world. This is great." And then um, I was, you know, thinking, "Oh, maybe that person South African. Who can? Who's South African?" And uh, just no one was South African. <laughs> so, um, but I will say, like one thing that uh, a cultural or just something that was different is, um, you know, the Jewish camps that a lot of my peers have gone to. We don't have that in South Africa. So, you know, everyone is talking about. They went to summer camps, uh, Jewish camps. Um, so that was something that was really different for me uh, to experience, uh, as well as some like language, some slang, the words that people use. Um, it was just getting used to hearing new ways of saying things. Um, 
I really enjoy it because I you know I take on those extra words and extra um, slang and uh, I use it for my advantage as well and yeah it wasn't really much of a uh, there wasn't any like um, any big cultural shock for me with the Americans. Uh, I've just it was not 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 too much. Uh, I've really I've actually found Americans to be really kind and uh, very expressive people, and uh, I've really enjoyed my time with the Americans. And uh, oh, yeah. Menashe, that's uh, good. I'm that's just, good. We have Menashe yeah, and I'm not just saying that because there's an American in the room. <laughs> 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 I really mean that. I've really um, enjoyed my time with Americans. Yuffie, Menashe saying this <laughs> because he's the most positive person you've <laughs> ever met in your entire life. Mm, David, maybe share it with us <laughs> about Menashe. About how positive. <laughs> well, also first Canadian. of all, yes. Let's start with also how Canadians Menashe, are so happy. Menashe is <laughs> Menashe's I like cannot believe this was just his, his response. <laughs> Menashe is like a like a beam of sunshine. Oh, uh, like guys, he's, he's a literally mensch. he's literally oh, always the happy. Da, da, da. It's like shocking. <laughs> it's really impressive. Like I want to absorb him <laughs> and to be more like Menashe, who oh always exudes positivity. Thank oh, you. David. See, this is, this is mean. Everyone's so nice to me, so kind. Like I love you all so much. This is great. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now after you shared your thoughts on Menashe being kind, um, I want to hear your point of view. On, on, on what he just said. With First, did you know that it's going to be mainly Americans when coming here? I, I assume when anything is like Massa or Israel, mm-hmm. it's always American. Because if you look like statistically, that's where most Jews True. live is the United States. So it makes sense. I think so it's so you assumed, funny. and y- is it something you thought of before? Of like, oh, I wonder how it's going to be like, or not really? Cause I did actually. Okay. Um, because, yeah, last time, well, last, the only other time I've lived outside of Canada was when I was in Spain, when I was studying abroad there. And I purposely wanted to live with Spanish people, like in a Spanish dorm, so I wouldn't be surrounded by mm-hmm. Americans. It would be more authentic. And there's actually something I was really interested about seeing how it would play out being in Israel because I was like, I feel like it's going to be more of it. Instead of like an Israeli cultural immersion, it's like an American cultural immersion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Harry, did you assume it's going to be mainly American? I was expecting it to be mostly American. They told me it would be, you know, people from all over the world, but I assumed mostly Americans, a lot of Jews over there, you know, especially in comparison to like Britain or I guess uh, South Africa, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. but um, you know, and I know Masai has a lot of like um, connections over in the states, so you know, I had the expectation that it would be mostly Americans. So it wasn't a surprise to me when I got here. So we we uh, a short disclaimer that we I feel like we need to say we don't mean to generalize anyone, but we are talking about American culture. We mm. do see ev- each and everyone from our group as first the person that they are. Um, but do you ever find it, <laughs> right after the disclaimer, do you ever find it challenging? Maybe to be the only Canadian, the only British, the only South African. I mean, me personally, I've been living in the States the last like five, six years or so. So I'm kind of used to Americans, I guess. So like, um, you know, lived amongst them now. My mom is American as well. So I feel like it's part of my culture. I'm like half American as well. So So you basically grew up in the UK and then moved to America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I moved when I was uh, 21 to the States. And, um, you know, 
I live an American mum as well. Like, you know, especially where I lived was mostly just British people. Um, so it was definitely I've, like had more of an idea of the culture, I guess, you know, growing up partly in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not been such an adjustment to me of like, I've got a lot of American friends because I live there and, you know, yeah, I feel like I know how to navigate it more or less. Yeah. Definitely. Living in America since you're 21. Mm-hmm. Been a while. I want to believe it's enough time to get used to. Oh, yeah. You'd hope so. <laughs> You'd hope so. Um, do you guys ever find it challenging? Not, not necessarily just with being surrounded by Americans, mainly to be the one person from your country. I don't really notice the fact that it's just me who's Canadian, I guess. Uh, but I would say more like it's just sometimes you like really feel it that you feel like things are different. Like what? Like everyone's just like very. I say this as a very extra person myself. Yeah. But everyone is like very extra all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what What does that mean, though? Like being extra. Yeah, that's what I was saying. When uh, very expressive. Just like the first, way I will say, I feel like all of us is by Yam group, and that's yeah. include me. Yes. <laughs> We're just extra. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> the best way, guys. We're the yeah. best group. <laughs> yeah, um, that is true. We are very extra, <laughs> um, but not like ex- maybe like extra, like in the way that you, yeah, the way Manashi said, like the way you use language yeah. and how different words mean different things. I think it's also the accent. The accent sounds very like for me, Americans. American can sell anything to me because it sounds so great. Like they can say a movie line, any movie line, and it will sound professional just because of just the way that their accents are. It sounds lively and it just sounds, I don't know, it just sounds happy and uh, joyful. But uh, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I love how David... (laughs) When he says extra, it's probably not the best thing. And then when Nasha means, they're so extra. I love it. It's the best thing. Yeah. Um, do you feel like it was different if it was, for example, with more British people or Canadian people? or Like in what way? If it was more uh, of our... Like, for example, South African. If there were more? Um, I don't think I would have enjoyed it. To be honest, if it was um, more, su- if there were more South Africans, I'll tell you why. I love South Africa because it's my home, but South Africans live in a bubble, and uh, South Africans would know what I'm talking about when we live in a bubble of just we used to our certain way of doing things, our words, and the uh, the lifestyle, and just our our way and our mentality. So, me being um, exposed to people from all over the world. Canadians, Americans, someone from England, you know, I get to learn so many new things, ways of doing things, ways of being, um, and that's something I, I so wish... So positive yeah. and never... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth, you know? The sweetest <laughs> <laughs> like everyone I can say I've learned something from. Um, so, yeah. Okay, a little bit off topic, but can mm. you tell us a time that you were upset? Upset. over anything we just want to well, know if it's well. ever happened <laughs> okay wait 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 yeah. <laughs> are you trying to like, get the fact that it's not coming <laughs> <laughs> um i just want to see if menasha okay, okay, have okay. sides yes, that of are of course of course of course <laughs> it doesn't okay, there go. um i'm trying to think so 
Uh, wow. There, 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 are, there, just, there are times, you know, I think... Um, <laughs> they know. <laughs> um, I mean, I would say, you know, something that really upsets me in, is, you know, sometimes when I'm teaching in school, some of the students can just be really disrespectful and they just, you know, they... Um, they completely just ignore what I'm trying to say or they they don't uh, take me serious. So it kind of just makes me upset and, um, you know, but I think for me, I, I, I do choose to look at the bright side of things. Um, I look at uh, the good thi- the good side, but, you know, I have, I have had times where I've been <laughs> upset. So, like, trust me, <laughs> I do get upset and angry. <laughs> yeah. Really are a sunshine. <laughs> Thank you, Tada. Um, thank you, Menasha, for the little pep talk. <laughs> we <laughs> promise you're all going to try and be more positive <laughs> towards Americans. Because um, I assume you guys have, will have stories about like one time we did this. Because like for Israelis and Americans, because there's so many stories that of like different points of views. Because it's a lot more drastic when Can. you have Israelis versus Americans because it's completely different. But for us, it's, like, a lot more subtle. What? Do you feel like Israelis are the complete opposite of Americans? Yeah. Well, not complete. Op- not complete. Like, just an opposite. Not complete opposite, but the level of directness, mm. yeah. Israelis are so direct. Like, they'll scream at you. But it's not, like... It's okay. not, like, rude. So, I'll share from my point of view of being a non-American surrounded by Americans... Um, I feel like what you just said is probably the main difference in my eyes between Americans to Israelis. Um, and I feel like for many, many, like I've, I've worked with a lot of Americans in my life and until I figured that thing out, I just, something there was not, was not right. And it's really the, the issue with being direct that for us Israelis, it's the, like, that's what we do if I have a problem with David and I'll just be like, hey, David, I really didn't appreciate you did this or that. And then, but I don't have any problems with David. <laughs> um, while Americans, I, I think, I found out it's not as polite, if that makes sense to say. Yeah. And I have a really good example of how I learned that lesson. And I basically worked in a summer camp in America. So we were all Israelis surrounded by Americans and we all had American co-counselors. And I remember one of my Israeli friends um, our supervisor came up to her saying, listen, your coworkers don't like when you do this or that. And we were all like, all the Israelis were like, okay, but why didn't te- they tell it to her? Um, which we found it really annoying and frustrating. But then, at a, like on a different time, I was a counselor of Americans and they got really upset with us saying things the way it, it is. So I guess it's really like, and then I learned it's a cultural difference. Do you find it challenging sometimes with the American cultures or you find like your cultures are more like that as well? Um, I think now we're quite used to it because it's been six months mm-hmm. and we're always together all the time. So you get used to it. But I remember at the beginning of the year, it was a lot because also like you're like new here, like everything comes all at once. Yeah. And then just the way Americans are also like Menashe, like, not, not like Menashe, but everything is very positive all the time. Like, even if something's bad, it's good. Like, even, like, you'll go to a restaurant, you won't, like, no one will like the food. And then you'll be like, oh, how's the restaurant? And I'll be like, That was yeah, amazing. Was I good. love that. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, you should try sometime. And then you'll ask them again a week later. 
And I'll be like, yeah, it wasn't good. But it's just like you can't admit that anything is negative in the moment. It's just like this always has to be positive. Mm. That's what I've noticed. It's not Menashe positivity. So you kind of feel like it's not real sometimes? Yeah, it's very, Mm -hmm. it's the opposite. It's not direct. It's It's true. It's it's just being polite. polite. Everything has to be good. You don't want it. It's uncomfortable to say things that are negative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting that it's literally a part of the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have noticed that as well. Yeah, people like to dance around subjects that are yeah. uncomfortable to them. I feel like I feel like you know certainly in England people just say what you know if something's bothering them they'll yeah. just be like they'll say what it is. Whereas I feel like in the states it'll obviously not to generalize, but like people they'll bring it up, but in trying to be subtle about it, I guess. Yeah. If do you guys ever get bothered when Israelis group you into the American stereotype? Because we not from here, they assume we from America. Yeah, I haven't actually. Ex- I haven't experienced that. Because um, I feel like for Israelis, if you're not Israeli, you're American. Yeah. Even if you're Italian, <laughs> look at a group of Americans. Yeah. They're Spanish. I mean, they always they always ask me like, where are you from? And then <laughs> <laughs> you know, Israelis love to know where people <laughs> always, are from. Always, always. First, they speak Hebrew to me. Shalom, achim, manik shema. I'm like, ah, oh, hello, how are you? Like, where my brother? Where you from? <laughs> and then they have to explain. <laughs> so they don't. Uh, they've never actually. Uh, they never actually. They never actually grouped me in that. I've never had that experience before. I don't know if uh, you've had something different. Um, I don't automatically get... You know, for me personally, I have an experience being put in a category, uh, assuming that I'm American. Um, People would come up to me, speak Hebrew, and then I would tell them I don't speak Hebrew. And then they always ask me, where are you from? And then I, I tell them, but I don't know, have you had a different experience? Um, generally, when I'm by myself, when I'm not with other Americans, I generally get to avoid this because I can speak Hebrew (laughs) (laughs) well enough that people don't guess I'm American automatically. Um, but sometimes like you'll be with a big group and you can be like, you like feel the gaze, you feel they're looking at you like with like big eyes and they're like, Look at this, like, birthright group. <laughs> I want to say that it doesn't matter what group you're from. For Israelis, this is a birthright group. Yeah, literally everything. They, like, see you. You're like, oh, so we're teaching English for 10, for ten months. Like, ah, taglit? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's literally how it is. Like, even, I'm Israeli, but when I try to explain people what I do, like, as... Uh, like as my job they're like oh so you work for Tegli mm. <laughs> and it's really not what it is yeah That's true. so you get grouped into that like picture of like obnoxious 18 year old screaming and like Shuka Kalman like Kay. that's the it's that's how people see you <laughs> <laughs> yeah the stereotype Israelis have on American slash birthright it's mm-hmm. a group of Americans standing and getting so excited about everything like mm. wow look at this cat this is the most beautiful yes. cat i've ever seen in my life or have you ever tried this ice cream this is the best yes. vanilla most regular ice cream i've ever tried I in my life i can so relate to that like in the morning um you know, we have housemates five guys and uh, all of them are from america except one and uh but when i'm in the morning like when you wake up i can hear the accents like Oh, morning! Like you know, they're talking about the coffee and this and this and this, and like and and it's so early, and you can just hear all the excitement, and it, it kind of wakes you up, but in a nice way. <laughs> You're like, ah, morning. Yeah. 
so oh, much energy. So much energy. Oh, in that. That's what so much energy. <laughs> but it's just the it's an enthusiasm in the in their accent. Yeah. So the way, like in in our culture, like for Israelis, it's <clears> really like a joke that we have about like this, like groups of people. There is even like the sitcom. I don't know if you've heard about it. Eretz Nederet. It's basically like a Israeli sitcom that like laugh. It's like SNL. I guess. It's like skits. Ken skits about like things in the Israeli culture. I I have to show you this skit mm. they did like on a birthright like girls, and that was hilarious. <laughs> um, but I guess that's what like I'm what I meant when I said like group 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 with as Americans, whatever mm. you understand. Yeah, what I'm yeah, mm. <laughs> like an American group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, of course. David, I have a question for you. I want to hear one positive things you learned ever from the American culture. Um, I love, okay, I'm not, Americans are so friendly. Manashi is right about that. It's so easy. Sometimes you're not sure if it's genuine, but positive. They're so sweet. Like, it's easy to be friends with an American, at least on the surface level. They will come up to you and speak to you. And they'll just be smiling and they'll give you hugs. And it's very, it's very, very warm, which is nice, especially when you're in new surroundings, to be around people who are very warm and friendly, which is lovely. Yeah, they do love a hug, the Americans. Yes. <laughs> I also love a hug, so it works well with me. <laughs> hey, what was the biggest cultural shock that you had when you moved to America? Honestly, like, and I feel like Americans often, they're very into what they're into, if that makes sense. Like, if they like sports. Oh, my God, I love that. This is so true. Yeah, Americans are really into in what they're into. Mm-hmm. If That's they like so sports, true. they're all about sports. Or if they like, I don't know, whatever, books, they're all about books. But Yeah. Um, or politics, really, as well, is a big one over there. Like, you know. It's so true. You cannot just be, you cannot just. Mm-hmm. love pizza you love pizza yeah. it's your favorite food in the world all the cheese, if the <laughs> cheese. <laughs> like if you like it then you love it yes. everything's if, just extra like i yes. like books i love books this was the best <laughs> coffee i've ever had you say to them, like, <laughs> everything is just yeah. the most you like say, you speak yeah. everything is always the best ever like you speak yes. in like ests i agree know? like i'd say like i like pasta and they're like oh what pasta do you like you like mm-hmm. yeah. like, I, I just thought there was one pasta. kind of pasta <laughs> just the noodles and that's it <laughs> <laughs> once have you ever made your own pasta once i made it it was crazy you did? oh let's make this i've never taken some of the <laughs> are you joking <laughs> never mind, <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> that's my experience <laughs> yes I agree. and for a second off the americans topic okay. um what was the hardest adjustment you had in israel I mean, for me personally, it's the first time I've lived somewhere that's not an English-speaking country. So, you know, just the language barriers, you know, you get used to it, I guess. You know, you're used to, like, hearing not English wherever you go. Um, and, you know, you pick up lang- you pick up a few words as you go along. You can communicate a bit. But um, that was definitely a big adjustment for me, uh, personally. But and, f- and for you? Um, sure, I have quite a, f- quite a few, but... The, the the main one was um you know roommating with people uh in a room what uh roommating with oh. uh, like having housemates and sharing you know, sharing a fridge sharing a you know a space with someone mm-hmm. uh i think that that's been my biggest adjustment because i've always loved i've always lived by myself and or i've stayed with my family and i've always had my own space so 
Um, and I know Americans, majority, when, when they're done with, with school, they go to university and they get uh, housemates. So I'm not used to that because I didn't have that. Okay. So I think that was the biggest thing is trying to share space with people and communicate like that. Um, yeah, that and also, you know, just being away from my family in the beginning. But I got used to it. I got felt comfortable, found my way around. Uh, but yeah. I would say um, just like the social dynamics of everything. It's kind of like summer camp. Masa, at least what we're doing is like summer camp for adults. Um, this is such a summer camp. Yeah, it's a summer camp. Like you have like programming with Shai who would be like our counselor. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, every day you, like, do your activities, which would be, like, school. And then you, like, hang out with the same people because <laughs> you don't know anyone else. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's like a summer camp, except instead of, like, the woods, it's... But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... So it comes like that. Like, camp is, like, a lot of fun, but also has its challenges. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I would say. And also, one thing that I've I've realized is such a big um, change is the schooling system. Um, what I've experienced uh, being in a in a all boys religious school, teaching high school schoolers. Um, there's a it's so different just in behavior, like the way they behave, and um, the things that they just how how the curriculum works. It's so so different. Um, so to try and um, yeah, to try and teach them is it's you have to think of really creative ways, lots of patience to do that. And you don't speak Hebrew at all. Really though? No, no, no. That's fine. Some, some sound. I start off. I start off saying that to an Israeli, and they're like, "Oh, I said that." And I'm like, "Okay, no, no, wait, wait." Yeah, because when you tell us to speak a little, we just take it as literally as you speak. Then they want to talk more. Wait, 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 hold on. I know how to say that. I know how to say this, and that's Yeah. Um, but I meant to ask you and Harry. I know David's pretty much fluent in Hebrew um, but for you with teaching in a school of kids that sometimes don't speak any English at all like how do you find this how do you communicate when you don't have the same language a lot of Google Translate helps a lot um, often with my kids there's like quite a diverse range in like their English ability so usually there's one kid that can understand it and then tell them what I said to do like in uh, Hebrew but um mm-hmm. yeah it's gone better as it's gone along I remember the first few weeks I was like they're, they're not understanding me at all but now <laughs> now we kind of kind we, of we figure out how to yeah yeah I, I've been blessed to have a a school that knows a little bit of English the English is not the best He's but, been blessed, but they know I've been blessed <laughs> but <laughs> thank you but like they 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 don't <laughs> the english is not it's not fluent but it's um it's broken so i um so i meet that i go down to their level instead of me wanting them to come up to my level so i always meet them halfway and uh, i use expressions with my hands uh videos you know um i i do try and translate words in hebrew and then i repeat repetition um i make it fun and interactive for them so they can something that they want to talk about yeah especially because they're teenagers they love to talk about things that i can relate to and i I know how to talk about these things guys hold on 
I'll so tell you, I'm wearing eye contact and I never, I just find out I don't see as well with them as well. Do you want me to just say it? What words or phrases surprise? Is it because you can't read? Ma? <laughs> Because you don't know how to read. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Wait, really, guys? You don't think the texts I'm sending in the group chats are amazing? <laughs> Wait, David, really? I really thought my English is great, but okay. Your English is great. Anyway. You just never read things out loud for us. Because I'm not as confident with reading. <laughs> and now it's this anxiety again of reading in front of people in English. Um, but anyway. Maybe, um, if only you had a Masa fellow at your school. <laughs> <laughs> really though all I needed is a, an I'm oh. sure Tel Aviv plus would have gone to the periphery <laughs> <laughs> okay what words or phrases surprise your American friends the most we speak the same we oh you know it's actually really funny what Naomi who's my teaching partner she's from California she's obsessed she's um she's convinced that I have a valley accent a valley accent okay yeah, like valley girl because she's from mm-hmm. the valley mm-hmm so listeners let me know if you think i have a valley accent okay come on we've discovered that our accent is pretty much the same except for the sound ah like she says pasta and i say pasta mm-hmm. and other than that for the most part we sound the same so we basically speak the same english so you think you have a valley accent it's not like a valley like i have a montreal jewish accent a thousand percent um but she thinks she's like damn you're so valley wow from now on i'm never gonna be able to not hear it <coughs> yeah i'll do my vocal fry <laughs> hi, shy. Are you oh my god doing? i hate the american voice fry, vocal fry. <laughs> oh but back to the question, mm. I want to hear what words or phrases surprise them the most. I just said I speak the same as that. Well, not you. There's other people here from other but places don't look in the at world. Me in the eyes. So, um, wow, this has been a lot. Harry would know, hey? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's my husband. Yeah, he's yeah. a lot of unique phrases. A lot of yeah. unique phrases. Well, we, we have, you know, England and yeah, yeah. We actually had quite yeah. a. Keen, you know, that's Keen, yeah. keen is a big thing. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like spread. What's keen? Keen means I want. I need what say. Keen? Uh, keen, yeah. keen. Like, so I'm down. I'm down. I'm keen, keen to go. I'm keen. To Can I say I'm keen for coffee? Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. keen for coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, wow, but and is this w- South African? Yes, well, a lot of South African and I think uh, we have a lot of like British. cross, yeah. Because I think yeah. of the yeah, little empire, yeah. like roots. But there's like there's a, the my favorite is um, the my favorite is um, the Americans say traffic light. Mm-hmm. You know, when you stop at the traffic light. We call it a robot. <laughs> a robot. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> so we call it a robot, and literally, literally, um, there's so many. I actually have to tell you the words. They're really funny. So the robots, like even the GPS, would say, "At the robot, turn right." <laughs> so like, really? Yeah, because it's literally our, it's literally our thing, and um, so yeah. So we uh, <laughs> we so I'm so used to that, and uh, and costume as well. Costume is a big one. Everyone costume? has a so. Americans say costume. Like, how do you mean costume? Our costume is a bathing suit. You say so, bathing suit for yeah. costumes? Costume is a bathing suit and costume is also like Halloween costume. So we use costume, costume. <laughs> so like, it could, you can say my bathing suit for Halloween. Um, no, no, no. So we would just use, instead of, uh, we don't really use bathing suit. If, if someone says that, 
you would like understand what, he, what they meant <laughs> yeah we would understand like it's not like it's it's not it's just like why are you using that word like <laughs> would you be like i'm gonna wear my swimming costume or? swimming costume okay, yes yeah. my swimming costume oh swimming costume not bathing suit okay. no yeah but like That's i mean we saw you saying costume we just say hey man just you know what grab your costume let's go mm-hmm. and then promenade as well promenade is like you know the the broad walk the tail the the <laughs> promenade <laughs> so we we call it the promenade ah this is a good one this is the best okay so a french press for coffee we call it a plunger <laughs> <laughs> a plunger <laughs> a plunger like a toilet plunger for coffee yes plunger a plunger just like hey um hey do you want to get plunger <laughs> yeah, no um no almost like Later. um hey like just say um hi i want to come over uh, do you have coffee? I'll bring my plunger. <laughs> so I was like, cool. So yeah. what does that mean? No wait, wait, wait. Got so, it. Oh, sorry. Like, you know, when you, when you, um, when you make the coffee go down like that, like you, you push it in that thing and you kind of like, like, you know, the, you like, know what a French friend, a French press, a French is, press. Uh, it's like, it's like a, okay, a language yeah. barrier. You know, and this is what the podcast is ah. about. Um, I forgot a word in Hebrew mm. as well. But you can see it, hey. Can, 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 can. So like that, and we call it a plunger. And then the uh, toilet thingy as well, we call it a plunger as well. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. yeah. So, yeah, everyone always... Uh, it's all about context. <laughs> yeah. Everyone always, we always laugh. We have a big laugh. We have so many words in our house that we just throw around and have fun with. <laughs> what is boots? You always say boots. Ah, boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boots is a good one. So, the Americans say trunk. Like, I'm going to put my bag in the trunk. We say, I'm going to put my bag in the boots. The no, boots. I mean, like you'll be uh, like, yeah, boots. Uh, uh, ah, yeah. boots, boots, boots. boots. Okay. So, boots is um, this is a this is like slang for hey, my brother, hey, bro. Right. In in South Africa, we call it boots, and uh, booty is like it comes from the Afrikaans, another language I speak. Um, comes from the Afrikaans language like booty, which is brother. Uh, so it's also my favorite yeah. coffee in Tel Aviv. Oh, boot. Booty. Booty. Wow. I love it. So yeah, so we we um we say like I call my 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 roommate. Uh, I call him Booty. Mm-hmm. Oh, Boot. You know, every, every day. When we say, we call it. So call we just say Hey, well. Boot. Yeah, Hey, Boot. We call each other Boot. <laughs> so I feel so honored to have, uh, <laughs> to have uh, spread the words. That even the Americans are saying boot now and keen. And I, love like, keen. Yeah. I love yes, keen. I love it. So <laughs> I love that you love it. <laughs> yeah, says a lot. And is there mm. any phrases or words that um, you've ever heard any of your American friends said, saying oh, that yes. surprised you? Yes, like um, finna is like gonna. Finna? Finna. So like, I'm... Wow, <laughs> I have a bunch. I've, <laughs> wait, wait, I've heard my roommates say this. Like, um, like, like let's say I'm, I'm going... I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, f- I finna walk. <laughs> I finna walk. I finna. Like, I'm gonna walk. It's not saying gonna, it's finna. Dead ass. Dead ass is like, um, that coffee was great. Dead ass. Word. Right? I learned yeah. word. Oh, word, word, word. Um, I've also heard bet a lot. Oh my god. Yeah, bet. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's such a, like, New York Yes, word. yes. Bet, bet. No. I've heard that so many. So but now... No, it's not okay. Uh, what else? I've heard... Um, bad, dead ass. Um, I've <laughs> learned slay. 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 Oh, this one I learned... I actually learned this now. That slaps. Slaps. <laughs> so now yeah. I say that when I have something that's nice, he's going like, wow, that stuff slaps. <laughs> I talk slang to my kids at school. Yes. 
Oh, yes? You did. Yeah. Uh, also to Shai. Yeah, I was in that lesson and I learned so much as what? these four graders mm -hmm. did. What, 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 can you share some? It taught us like shorts when oh, you text. Yeah. So like TBH or BRB, LOL. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I also taught slang, but you weren't there. Now my kids say it to me. They think really? it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Give us a slang word. I taught them T. Ah, so tea. they went up to me the other day like yes. David I love tea <laughs> I love tea <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I remember someone saying to me once so what's the tea and I'm like oh we have green tea we have black tea <laughs> <laughs> and they're like no <laughs> so I'm like okay oh, and then I know what it means now as well never heard of tea in my life just drama or like Such a, that's my favorite <laughs> yeah I want to hear the tea. I want to hear the tea. <laughs> When I, I used to work in artwork, it's a different program before MITF, and they taught me what tea means. And ever since, every time we did like tea time, like mm -hmm. once a week, which is mean I bring like literally tea <laughs> and they bring tea. Tea. Oh, the drama mm. exchange. They tell me all the gossip, <laughs> I bring them tea. I love it. That's great. Ken. <laughs> oh. Eh. Uh, We actually need to finish this episode in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Shai, which is your favorite English-speaking country? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I want to say, say the UK. Hey. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Because yeah. I Number feel one. like... Love your accents. Talking of hard work again, I had just <coughs> American... It was all Americans and we had only like four British people like girls and they were four of them in my group so i have like 10 americans and four of them and i feel like kind of me and them have this like we had really similar kind of humor and then i i learned that israelis and british people have the same type of humor that is not like really serious that we're not very mm -hmm. pc yeah, sometimes it's, it's <laughs> yeah crazy. and they had True. okay imagine this mm -hmm. they had it was four british girls and one american girls in their apartment And she, well, they're best friends. Um, but like back then, I remember thinking like, wow, I'm sure they're bullying her. Mm -hmm. um, I remember one time they, she came into like one of the apartment meetings we had and she was like, she seems like a little sad and all of them were like, what happened? You're anxious. You're feeling, <laughs> you're feeling like you're having anxiety because they like always mm -hmm. make fun of the. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Like it, it's all Americans, like some other people. Which is like the we the Americans are like nice to us, but if it was the other way around, we would Americans oh God, would yeah. be bullied so hard. If it was all British people, like one or two Americans, <laughs> bully all Canadians, one or two Americans, we would bully them so hard. So I'm shitting on them, but they're they're much nicer than we <laughs> would be to them. I also have to say, like one thing um, I've noticed about, especially the Americans on this program, uh, I've uh, I went back home. Uh, recently to South Africa and I met American in South Africa but she has no connection with Judaism Masa she has she doesn't know any of this so the connection was so different I don't know there was like some there was some blockage I don't know what it was I was trying to figure it out and then when I came back home I um I felt more relaxed you know in Israel like being with the Americans and I, I thought wow like we actually have so much to talk about and I think it is something about the the Judaism or being connected to the religion that brings us together yeah definitely. there's some this there's, there's something there i don't know there's something i can't i, just, I don't know it's like a buzz i can't explain it <laughs> but yeah uh, so <laughs> no, really like if, you, if, you, if i had to meet another american like i'm sure i'll make friends but like it will be it will be a little bit more you know harder 
but have yeah. you ever met a non-Jewish American before? Yes, yeah, so actually. Um, this is such a great question. Actually, here uh, in Cape Town, when I went back, um, I mean, she's uh, not Jewish, but we just had nothing to talk about. You know, we just oh hi, do you know this person? No, no, okay, mm -hmm. that's cool. What college did you go to? Okay. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, Starbucks. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> just small talk. But I don't know. It was just it wasn't it wasn't the same. Just like when I come back home, and it's like ah, sup, hello. Yeah. No, I mean I definitely found when I moved to the states. You know, you make friends. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not even like I was raised mm -hmm. particularly mm -hmm. religiously Jewish or anything. Yeah. But you know, when you go to Hillel on campus or something like that, that's usually where I met a lot of my longer term friends. Mm -hmm. I feel like just have that connection. I guess you know they're, okay. they're like my cousins. You know, sort well, of well, thing. Well. But um. It actually yeah. it is a thing. Mm -hmm. You're so right. I do want to experience more, like like go to America and actually meet more mm -hmm. Americans and explore that because maybe it was just a different. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's true because in general, Jewish people, when they meet around the world, like mm -hmm. I used to think it's just Israelis that mm -hmm. once we see other Israelis abroad, we're like, oh my God, actually, mm -hmm. do you know him? Like we went to the same base and yeah. all of that. Yeah. But then I, I learned that it's also like Jewish people think. Yes. Because I remember one time I was in New York City and I was talking on the phone in Hebrew and then there was like this American girl I didn't speak with mm. and she, she just came up to me and she was like, oh my God, you need help with your luggages. I've heard you speak Hebrew. Oh. You're from Israel. You're Jew And it's so true. Like mm. once you meet other Jewish people, it just like become like unite. Even if you're not religious, it's still yeah. like, Lord, you know, you love, That's you, you shake like the culture. Kiddush. Yeah, 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 Kiddush, something as small as Kiddush. Mm -hmm. You know, the person that I met in South Africa, she's like, I don't like Kiddush. What is Kiddush? I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything you wish you could tell yourself before coming here? Could be related to everything we're talking about or to anything else. I just have like basic ones like practice your Hebrew, mm -hmm. and, you know, learn the Aleph bet. Yeah. It, it'll help. Well, <laughs> I don't know. There's no like big okay. advice I'd give to myself. So maybe a different question. Do you have any mm -hmm. tip for anyone who's not American that's going to be in one of the Masa or any other English-speaking mm -hmm. program in Israel? My my advice um, to myself, my older self, and to people that would come in is just go with the flow, trust the process, everything will be okay. You're here for a reason, and it's a stepping stone in your life. Um, don't overthink anything. They say in Israel, go with the flow, and they really, it, it means, quite like uh, the saying goes really far, so... Um, don't second guess yourself, enjoy, and uh, just let life take you where it needs to take you. Wow, Menashe. <laughs> 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 um, Are you going to have your own podcast? <laughs> Maybe. It's motivating me. <laughs> like a self-help podcast. <laughs> 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 you need to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning to make your bed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and now meditation. God. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to start meditating. I'm actually do that. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, does any of you have anything to add? If no. not, it's fine. No. <laughs> also, say yes when people invite you for Shabbat on Friday, even if it's a stranger, to say yes. Mm. Wow, we that's a great advice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or are we doing the general food's advice? Good. Like, yeah. not related to, to Americans? The yeah, of course. Uh, do what makes you happy. Word. Mm. 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 Don't worry about the eye of the other. Bit. You are your own person. Deadass. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Word. Word. Slay, guys. <laughs> that slay. was slay. Slay, slay, slay. That Here. slaps. <laughs> 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 I can't say that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I'd say just be open to the new experiences. You know, mm-hmm. don't like you know do what makes you feel comfortable if it's keeping you out of trying new things and really experiencing Israel. Like you know, say yes to things. Mm. Yeah. Wow, guys, thank you so much for being guests. Thank you. Inner. Thanks for having us. <laughs> thank you, Shai. A lot of fun. And we'll see you next time. This podcast was hosted by Shai Shitbit, produced by Leah Cohen, edited by Harry Moore. Special thank you to Bet Ariela Studios. This podcast is completely independent of Masa and any of its related companies, entities, or organizations. We are not in any way connected to them, nor do we receive any financial or other support from them. We are, however, proud to be able to bring you this podcast, which features the perspectives from Masa participants and employees.